and today we have our special guest Paul. Greg, thank you for being on. Not only our first female, but also our first female. <laughs> we have Wait, Emily what's, a, what's a female? I don't know what one they are. Oh, what are they? And then we also have Charlie, who we met at the Razor event. How are you doing? Good, yeah. With our amazing yep. guest, Benjamin Abunimanya. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 Abu Aji for the record. If you're not aware of this, OnePlus announced their new phone, the OnePlus 5, uh, earlier this week. I actually did a live stream about the... Well, I, I live streamed the event, basically, um, which I found a lot of fun, which is the reason we're now doing this podcast, because I decided it meant I needed to be live more. So, yeah, what do you think? Snapdragon 835, 6 or 8 gigabytes of RAM, 64 to 128 gigabytes of storage dual cameras on the back this is a very serious piece of kit and is the most expensive phone in oneplus history 450 pounds for the base model 500 for the extra storage and memory what's your opinion on the device well first of all have you ever noticed that oneplus five are uh, oneplus with the oneplus five are actually trying to show off the camera I mean, you can't tell for the fact every single thing is about the camera. Yeah, I don't think they've stopped talking about that camera yet. I think they're still... Yeah. They are... It's even branded on the box. It's a yes. good camera. Yeah, the, the tagline looks... is dual camera, like, clearer photos or something. I think that might be it. Dual camera, clearer photos. That sounds about right. It looks very good. But at the same point, it would be nice to hear something else apart from the camera. Um... Yes, they're... But... they're um, well... This this was kind of expected though going into it, right? They had mm. the um, they they had their releasing of information, right? The first thing they mentioned was that it would have an eight three five, and then the second thing they mentioned and the sort of the teaser for the event was, oh, by the way, we're working with DxO Mark to make our camera the best in the world, right? Yeah, that was that was the biggest selling point of this phone even before the press conference, and now we know why. Yes, very much so. And, um, yeah, it does look like an awesome camera. But the thing is, with phones nowadays, that is actually the main selling point because we've started trading in our big, expensive DSLR cameras or even small, crappy, compact ones for just using phone cameras. Um, yeah, and it, it's, there's, you know, there's a school of thought on this, but the best camera you own is the one you have with you regardless of situation right so for most people yeah. you know they have their phone on them 24 7 therefore most of the time it's the best camera they own and we're mm. getting into a place which is really exciting where casey neistat had major backlash the other day he released a video that um you know mail may not be an advert um you know it's a bit sketchy but you know because it's got like a full-on film crew and the, the reason that people went, wait a second, is this an ad? Is because right at the end, the last 10 seconds, it says, like, this was all filmed on the Samsung Galaxy S8, right? So that was the only reason people ever went, wait a second, is this an advert? So, you know, but it's crazy how you can take a mobile phone and get professional-grade video out of it at this point. In that case, though... Because uh, did you see the equipment they used? Oh yeah, it was that, it was I mean, all rigged up. Yeah, it was rigged that, up like proper cameras. Yeah, it's 
beyond just using a phone camera at that point because they were using like special lenses all the, completely the, the, custom stuff really the lenses weren't custom i think um the, the way they were used was custom yeah but i know the lenses you can actually buy a phone case for your S- mm. for an s8 which gives you that lens on the back of your phone um, but i think what samsung did is they probably with a few of them they decided to bypass that and just built it straight into the phone for exactly the situation right where you don't want to be carrying around a case yeah You've taught me the greatest thing on the internet at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so you know what? Let's um, actually. So I have um, one of the staples of the Snappy Deck podcast is a really bad joke at the start of most episodes <laughs> uh, because, you know, no, no way to loosen the mood like a really bad joke. So we are happy to announce that we will actually be replacing Google Search as the default search engine on iPhones. Now you will only be able to search through YouTube videos whenever you open Safari and go for a search so see that in the in ios 11 however first um android o is coming tomorrow uh, which has been timed with the solar eclipse um and i've put in the show notes here because you know the sun is kind of a circle and it's android o get it it was i'm not even sure if that was a coincidence or not but it, it was one of those things where i just kind of saw it and i was like i really hope someone in marketing isn't being paid for that idea <laughs> however before we get into the tech side of this, I just want to discuss what we've been talking about pre-show, which is um, if you go into TweetDeck or Twitter or whatever and just, just type in the words Eclipse Animals, or if you go to Greg's Twitter right yeah, now... And I've, see just, the moment I've just created. created a moment. I'm not entirely sure whether I did it correctly because this is the first time I've done it. Um, but yeah, the, it, it literally is the funniest thing on Twitter right now. Um, there's just loads of, uh, well, I'm convinced people are actually serious. It's people thinking that their animals are going to go crazy during this, the uh, the eclipse. Yeah, so th- this is followed with uh, a, b- a bunch of like PSAs and stuff like that. <laughs> just people being like, whatever happens, make sure your animals are not outside during the solar eclipse. Because <laughs> apparently, like they've never seen shade before. They're going to go a bit stir crazy. I don't know what people are expecting, but you know, animals inside, like you have solar eclipse glasses. Why don't, why doesn't your pet dog, huh? That's a real, that's a real question here. That's like a billion dollar idea. We should have created eclipse glasses for dogs. I think someone actually, because I think I saw like one link. (laughs) We need to do it. Let's do it. Oh God. It's just, you know, I've been following this for the last like two days. And it's just, oh, it's just so good. It's just how, how did we live before this? Like, that's what I, I want to know. I, I, I just don't know. Obviously, every single animal is going to go, where is that burning thing in the sky gone? And then they're going to go crazy. And then there's yep. nothing we can do. No, it's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> and I feel fine. Humanity's stupidity never ceases to amaze me. Yeah, you're actually right. You are actually right. I'm actually amazed by people's stupidity every new year, but this this is like a new a new one to me. I, oh God, it's just oh, I don't even know where to take this conversation outside of just just if if you own like TweetDeck is probably the best way to do it, but I'm sure if you type it in on like the Twitter app, it will come up. Just Eclipse Animals, and it will bring up every tweet that has the word Eclipse and animals in it. And there are people who, you know, there are so many here, but it's not just trolls. People are fully tweeting, like, PSAs about keeping animals indoors during the eclipse, watching out for animals freaking out during the... It's just, it's just 
golden content. This is <laughs> this is this is when you I think humanity has hit a new level of evolution right there. Maybe that's it. Maybe we've we've just moved on. We've transcended onto a new plane of existence where maybe they will go crazy. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> this could all be fake news. For all we know it. I oh, mean, God. after all, truth is what you make it. Oh, God. Is it though? Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, yeah, uh, I don't really know what is going on with the world. There's like Nazis are back, and the animals are going crazy. The sun's going to go away for like a, I don't know, like a minute or whatever. So yeah, it, it lasts like it doesn't last very long. And so actually, this this probably kind of ties in. So if you want to find out more about the eclipse, this is this is some next level segue in right here. If you go to android.com/eclipse, which is where Google wants you to go. Um, their, their intention is to really get you to watch that solar eclipse because right after it, they're planning on showing off Android O, uh, which at Android. this point might as well be Android Moon, I guess. Yeah. The Note 8 is where I can probably say will be the first Samsung flagship product that will most likely not have any performance degradation issues. I can almost confidently say that just based on so many extreme speed tests that I've seen from all the bigger guys that do it yeah. legitimately, whether it's Super South, whether it's David Rahimi from PhoneBuff, whether it's, um, you know, everything Apple Pro, who is undeniably more of an Apple biased channel. I, the name you know. didn't give that away. Yeah. It's, it's like when know, I read something on so... iMore, right? I'm like, yeah. you know, it's not technically an app. It's not an Apple publication. But when your name is iMore, you I'm can more. kind of expect that bias there, right? Yeah. You know, which which is fair. It adds the human element. of no, it, absolutely. You know, so they, they, they're justified that there's nothing wrong with having a form of bias. But then it's just like. Yes, it's not like they're called iMore, but they're trying to claim they prefer Android, right? Yeah. Like, that, yeah. that's when it starts becoming sketchy, right? If you're sketchy. like, our name is iMore, but we're so unbiased, right? Yeah, like, you know, that that's that's not... We still love those channels. It's just, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're naturally a bit more lenient to Apple, which is cool. I, there's nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, the, 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 the Note 8 data is like, when people... When people when people say, "Oh, there isn't much of a difference," just between, I'm like, "Really? Do you get? Do you use these phones? Have you pushed them to their limit to really see if there's no difference in terms of day to day performance?" You know. And another thing, another thing, I think it was Paul that I tweeted it to that whatever Samsung device or even whatever Android device you are using, you should definitely go into developer options, drop the animations to 0.5. Oh yeah. And it, it's it's. It's it's not only just a night and day difference to the phone, but then literally like the Note 8 runs away with it. I want to mention, if you look at the show notes, which is smpy.tech slash sn20 slash show notes 20. Um, I didn't get the time to do the show notes this week. So Paul decided to go in and put little show notes in most of them. Um, oh, thanks, Emily, for sticking it in the chat. That's okay. <laughs> um, and under the bottom one, which is Germany banning kids' smartwatches and classing them as illegal spying devices, he wrote, <laughs> since when did the NSA make kids smartwatches? Which is great. Oh, oh no, I heard about this. Um, there's, It's the VTEC thing. There's a VTEC smartwatch. I only know it because it's on... Because it's, it's Christmas, there are fucking kids' adverts everywhere. And... It's this little, it's basically like a really, so imagine the Apple smartwatch and times the size of the screen. So it's basically a phone, but 
on a wrist strap. <laughs> you know, that's essentially what this this kid's smartwatch is. And it's it doesn't it has a camera on it and it takes pictures. I'm pretty sure it doesn't have Wi-Fi on it. It has like two crappy games. And that's it. <laughs> that's all it's got on it. So if that's issue, what they're talking about. The issue with and this is this is a blanket ban of all smartwatches, not just the VTech mm. ones, I believe. Oh, um, all smart! Oh, wow, correct. so you can't give. Why would you give a smartwatch to a kid anyway? Because there are no. This is smartwatches that are designed for kids. Oh, designed so, for kids. So yeah. like the VTech one. I see. I see. Yeah. And the issue is, according to the German government, that they are riddled with security holes. And mm. It means that I can't find the exact sentence I wanted to read, um, but the issue is they're riddled with security holes, which means that they can. And Paul, why are you playing with panda? Why are you? I can't. Oh, I've got a rabbit. Hang on. Oh my! What is happening here? There's an uprising happening in the podcast. <laughs> anyway, back to back to business. Back to business. Oh yeah, totally. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usta <laughs> chan. Anyway, yeah. I, I see. Kids smartwatches from the one that, at least from the one that we've got in the UK. Anyway, it doesn't. It doesn't have Wi-Fi on it. So I don't know how. I don't get how they're spying devices. So the ones <laughs> That's that, what I don't get. The, the ones that um, the German government mentioned specifically actually have 3G built in. They're designed. Oh. They're designed to be like like connected 24/7 kind of deal. Oh jeez. Okay. And it allows for parents to drop in, so they can like you know start listening to the device at any moment in time. Um, oh, that's 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 weird. That's imagine imagine starting to hit on someone and then your mum starts listening to you hitting on someone. Right? That would be really creepy. Oh god. Especially if they're kids' smartwatches, though. Like if they're young kids, that would be even creepier. Yeah. In a way, like. In a way. Actually, I was trying to I was trying to think of a good reason for kids to have a smartwatch, but there isn't one. So never mind. Well, <laughs> if it helps that. Because I saw one of the um, the topics we're going to do today, I started messaging Zoe AI uh, just as you launched the oh, show. Yeah. And uh, I, I was like, oh, what are you doing? And she was like, you, winky face. Oh my god, she didn't really, did she? <laughs> she did. Oh no. Me... <laughs> oh, that is traumatic. Snapchat. What What do you... Have, have you used the new feature? I haven't actually checked. Are you on, on the maps? I think you are. Let me check. I'm not on the maps. I actually did check it, then realised, yeah, if you want to actually use it, you have to opt in and have yourself showing. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm not using this then. So does that mean you can't just view other people? Do you have to have yours on as well? Yeah, um, from what I've seen, uh, if you want to view other people, you have to have yourself... Um, like, I have it activated for yourself as well. I might be, uh, it might have changed, but that's how it seemed when I checked it the other day. Yeah, and I think that's fair enough considering the situation. So, yeah. again, if you're not aware of this, uh, Snapchat unveiled a new super duper magical feature, uh, depending on your definition of super duper magical. Yeah. Um, 
you can now, if you like reverse pinch, I think they call it, or is it just pinch in? Uh, no, reverse yeah. pinch is the other way because that's what um, Huawei, that's what Huawei call the gesture on their phone launcher. So if you pinch in, yeah, if you pinch in, it will open up a map. And what that map does is it shows all of your friends on there who have opted into the service and it lets you see what, where they are, right? It's it's interesting because it's got a lot of backlash here in the UK. I'd assume it's done something similar in the US because it's the, you know it's the kind of thing that happens. What what do you think of it? Do you, do you do you think it's a tool for stalkers or what? Well, I I think it's definitely something that needs education about the dangers of having that information out there. Yeah. Um. I don't know how much it shows you is it just when you do pictures and stuff does it so show where that was from so that's the thing how it works is and i think they've done it decently um in the sense that it only shows up if you're on snapchat so if i was to if i'm on snapchat right now my location would update if i traveled halfway across the world it no one would know until i opened up snapchat again and it goes, oh, he's actually now right here. So it shows you where they last were on Snapchat. Now, personally, I can't help but feel like, you know, it's part of it is an education kind of deal, right? You should be telling people not to share their location yeah. with strangers, right? I feel like it, it's, it's not the world's job to coddle idiots through life, right? Mm. You know, if if you're someone who says something stupid on the internet it shouldn't be my job to go well actually you know what you're doing here is wrong you should you know there's there's some level of that right but there's also Mm. a level of you know if you're an idiot you're probably just an idiot i I think it's not just i mean there are idiots that are gonna sort of misunderstand it or do stuff that's a bit stupid I, with I, it. I think it's... But it's the youngsters that use it that aren't old enough to even understand the real issue with having that information out there. Yeah, there's, there's probably a bigger age thing than anything, but um, I, I meant in the sense that, you know, on Snapchat, for example, I tend to add anyone who adds me, more, more or less, right? Because mm. I'm a relatively public figure um, in the sense that, A, I have a YouTube channel where I post five videos a week. And B, I don't care about you knowing where I am, right? Because, you know, 99% of the time I'm right here and I'm pretty sure if you Googled my address, it would come right up. Don't do that. Um, But, you know, so it's not like you couldn't find me if you wanted to. So for for me, it was a, oh, yeah, whatever, I'll share it on there. And it's, it's, it's not that... It's also not an opt-out service. It's not like when you make a Snapchat account, you're automatically in it. It's an opt-in, right? Mm. So you have to say, yes, I want this feature, um, which is the big thing for me. And then, and then also the fact that it's only when Snapchat is actually being used, um, which was the big part of it in terms of me going, yeah, it's probably fine. But I think, interestingly, though, where, where this has implications in, in a couple of situations, right? In the sense that... So f- for me, it's fine because even though I do this, you know, it's, I have we have what like three hundred and forty subscribers on YouTube. 
there's a very yeah. little chance of someone jetting around the world and like trying to stalk me. If you're, I don't know, Lewis Hamilton, Bruno Mars, anyone like that, right? And you accidentally add someone back on your Snapchat, all of a sudden, they know where you are 24-7. At that point, <laughs> we dive into the Twitter news, I guess, is the best, I guess, yes. the best way to start best this way off. To start. Mr. At Jack himself, CEO of Twitter, coming out this week and announcing that instead of giving everyone the features we like, as like better reporting features for spam bots or the ability to edit tweets after you've tweeted mm-hmm. them, we're getting spam that's twice as long as it used to be, as the new limit is now 280 characters instead of the old 140. It's been met with a lot of criticism, and by a lot of, I mean all the criticism. <laughs> <laughs> It's been surpri- it's been divisive, as far as I'm concerned, at least because I oh, quite like yeah, the I, I quite like the increased character count. However, I'm going to start this off with a question to both of you guys, and I guess Emily can go first. What okay. What's your opinion on the extra characters? Well, I I like it. I think it's a good move because sometimes when people are doing like rants and stuff or they're applying to a controversial topic, they need more space. But also. Being someone that can't spell, it's just extra characters for me to make a mistake. <laughs> and I can't edit it still. So, like, there's twice the amount of room for error. <laughs> and I'm going to make it worse. So, it's it's a win. It's a double-edged sword for me. I'm kind of happy, kind of not. So, I'm not fussed because I don't have it. So, <laughs> at the moment, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, for, for the moment one of us gets it, you'll know. Because it will be... Yeah. That, that is the moment <laughs> that, like, the spam on Twitter will, like, double. Be, you know, Jack Dorsey will be looking on the Twitter like usage charts and be like, "What's gone on here?" And they'll go, "Oh wait, no, it's just George. He's just been shit posting all day, <laughs> all nonstop." Paul, what for about me, you? Oh, sorry, gone. No, go I was it. just gonna say also like, um, it doesn't. They look funny. I think at the moment they look. I'm not used to seeing tweets that big, but <laughs> you know, hopefully it all improve the more i see it i don't know i just i don't like the aesthetics of it at the moment so yeah <laughs> hello edvin in chat by the way hello hello um yeah i think it's good um i would have liked to go to the 160 character limit like in uh text messages mm. um i think it's going to be good for those people with a uh sort of going on twitter rants um though it is kind of uh funny sometimes people are trying to be all serious and ranting it's like this is part one two um i would have actually liked a feature that i literally just thought of in the past minute while she was talking go for it um is rather than actually adding a way to do longer tweets is actually making it a bit easier to do a chain of tweets so if you send a text message if you go over that 160 character limit it carries on to another text message yeah. and then it tells you up to like five or six or however many so i think it would um, be nice if you could actually carry on typing um but eventually it'll be like okay so this will go into a second tweet and it goes as a reply automatically uh, rather than having to type up 160 characters oh sorry 140 characters worth of the rap then another 140 then another 140 uh, i think that would be quite cool like put on a limit because otherwise people don't do it like 10 15 tweets along ran and that would be a bit too overkill um but i think that'd be a cool idea um that way you could keep the shortness of tweets um and still at the same point give people that want the longer tweets an option 
Now, Paul, I hate to be the one who rains on your parade. Uh, that's actually a feature that already exists with a lot of third-party Twitter apps. Yes, uh, so but not that's so not with Twitter. It's, yeah, I'll I'll give you that. But um, I personally use like Talon instead of the Yay. sort of standard Twitter app on my phone, and that does it automatically. Uh, Phoenix does it as well, and so does one of the other really big ones. Um, so it's it's a feature that you know, even though Twitter doesn't offer a lot of, of the third-party people do, which is really useful. Um, mm. But yeah, I find myself. Uh, you know, I think people, there was someone who made the point really well in the sense that I don't tend to plan out my Twitter rants, right? It just happens to me. Like, <laughs> True, I'll start yeah. typing when I go, oh, wait, no, I need three more tweets yeah, for I this. Need more. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> but I don't count how many more tweets I need, right? I'll be like, mm. I'll be like typing it, and I'll run out of characters, and I'll like delete the last three and just add dot, dot, dot instead, and then just go on to the next tweet. Uh, it it takes you know a Twitter rant takes a serious amount of dedication that I really don't have. Mm. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's real no, conclusion I, to this story. <laughs> I, I'm used to having bulges in my jeans. I have a really fat wallet, so <sighs> glaze over that. <laughs> all three of you were either sighing or face palming. I think we did all. Yeah. I think all three of us did both. I'll be honest. <laughs> that was just so bad. It very much reminds me of the essential phone in the sense that. You know, they they got it so wrong with all of the influencers where, right, the camera software was absolutely horrible um, for all the review units. But that those issues were fixed within two weeks. If you get The camera on the Pixel 2 is one thing that looks uh, fa- look oh, absolutely yeah. fantastic. Without a doubt. But if you sort of... If you, like, get an essential phone right now, the camera is fine. It's a really good phone. Um, Leo Laporte, the host of Twit, bought the essential phone like when it was first announced and he was saying like all of the camera issues were fixed within like two weeks of the phone being released but no one cares it's already too late like all the reviews yeah. have been made and this was what happened i think when the htc 10 came out yeah and the, the camera everybody said the camera was so terrible but then later it got better but by that time it was too late and everybody had moved on to different phones um which i think was the s7 edge and and yeah. the iPhone six or seven at the time, so yeah, this is the thing. It's if you get it wrong straight away, it's too late and, by that time. And to be fair to Essential, they've dropped the price by two hundred bucks, right? So it's now five hundred dollars. And then yes, if you get it at like Best price. Buy, it's fifty less. Does so, it have the eight thirty five as well? It, it's full. It, it is a flagship phone at four twenty seventeen. Yeah, steal of a price. Mm. And when they and they're expected to come to the UK by the end of the year. I said earlier on to uh, George that I would be so happy if LG wanted to be like sponsors of Snappy Tech or something, and just yeah. making sure we always have the sort of the best LG phone in our pockets and all that. That there are very few companies I'd say no to. Like you know, it would have to be like I don't know, like even Huawei, I'd say yes. Samsung, I'd say yes. HTC, uh, you know what? I I probably would say what what's my latest phone? I don't even know. There was a point where I felt I really bad. I probably would say no. Sorry. Well, I mean, at this there point, a, there I was would a point I felt really, like three years ago. I'd say yes to HTC in a heartbeat. Oh, the U11, obviously the one you squeeze. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's not for me. I'll be honest. Uh, yeah, so I, I'd probably say no to HTC. At, at um, this point, I I would say just go with HTC for the next like year or so just until we get enough subscribers but if I had a choice between 
sort of any company HTC is definitely not getting a consideration yeah no if, if yeah if we got that f- that full range no, I'm sorry be, uh, I think for me it'd yeah. be Samsung or LG and I think it would be for most people yeah. Well, most people, they don't make, say, Samsung or Apple. I mean, Apple don't pay people to no, have this. Okay, so. yeah, I'll give you that one. But if, I meant from an Android point of view. Yeah, I I think the only other people that I can consider is Huawei Honor. Because um, yeah. you can kind of bundle them into one company, really, because they are yeah, one well, company. Yeah. Um, even though they're under two different names. But those are LG, Huawei Honor, Samsung. I'd say I wouldn't even consider the OnePlus to be honest. If you really? had to, if, if I would consider it, but it wouldn't be if it's the ideal company. I wouldn't partially because being one of the best phones out there and at a reasonable price, I could afford to buy my own OnePlus. <laughs> I couldn't afford to buy a Note Eight. <laughs> touche, touche. Well played. I would have actually never be surprised if it comes out one day that like two of the world's biggest competing companies turned out to be owned by the same people and were actually a very good marketing ploy. Well, the, the, I forgot what I was about to say. Well, the thing is, um, we all have to blame Microsoft for the existence of Apple uh, because Microsoft have reason Apple's still alive. So if you're if you're not aware of this. Uh, back in the mid nineties, I wanna say, off the top of my head, um, Apple was like hours away from death. That's a bit of an exaggeration, but we're gonna pretend it isn't. It was, you know, very close to dying, and what ended up happening is Microsoft put in like a hundred and fifty million dollars into Apple, not because they liked them. But because Apple, but because Microsoft felt they needed some form of competition, um, so Microsoft just poured in 150 million dollars and just went, just stay alive, so that we have someone to beat up, um, basically, right? This is the equivalent of like Conor McGregor paying me, like, to keep fighting him, just so, like, he doesn't have to be all on his own kind of deal, which I totally take a beating from That's- McGregor for like. 200 million dollars let's be real yeah i'd, I'd accept the 150 <laughs> you know what i'll do it for 100 <laughs> <laughs> are we just gonna start bidding war like, so. i'll do it <laughs> who's willing to get beat up by mcgregor for less and now a word from our sponsor george has told me that apparently if i'm gonna make up fake sponsors for the show they need to be fake companies so That's correct I- so I am glad to announce that we this have week a we are sponsored. We are sponsored <gasps> by <it>? Lucas Shade. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, <laughs> it is <laughs> the slightly shady sponsor uh, or slightly oh, shady was, younger oh brother <laughs> of Lucas Aid. Actually, mentioned I was completely. So um, this this happened like over the last like literally two minutes, where you know Paul did the whole like, "Hey, we're sponsored by Lucasaid," and I was like, "No, we're not. You have to you have to use a fake name." And so he was like, "Let me grab a piece of paper." So he ran off. I had no idea. I just assumed he was going to come up with a whole fake name. That is. <laughs> yeah, I had well to. Well uh... played, good sir. Well played. Yeah, with one and a half minutes till showtime, I had to go find some paper. 
and some sellotape and quickly tear up a bit of paper to put onto it. And the pen really didn't work. So, oh like, man, that is like, so good. <laughs> that is oh i really wish i had to come up that's the kind of thing that like oh man god damn it <laughs> oh, man. that is oh, well, well played good sir well played let's talk about the, the one that's in the title or well there are two in the title let's talk about one that's first in the title because kfc thought it'd be a good idea to release a phone y- y- yeah um what like that that's that's literally all i can say to this just like um what now the reason they released this phone is to celebrate 30 years of being in china so congrats kfc i guess um but yeah this phone is basically based on the honor 7 um not honor sorry huawei um enjoy 7 plus is i believe the name of the phone so it's it's just based on that more or less um so it's got a 5.5 inch 720p screen a snapdragon 425 three gigabytes of ram 32 gigabytes of storage and a 3000 just over 3000 milliamp hour battery all of which are you know all right specs when you consider the price is approximately 162 us dollars and you get free chicken. Um, so if you if you purchase, let me let's do this. Hang on. Let me bring up the show notes, and I will cross over to. So all of these links again. If you if you click on the first link in the description, you'll see the show notes. I write notes for every topic, and then there are also links that go to the story. So if you want to see what I'm seeing, you can just do that. What I will do is bring this up over here. Bring up the article. This is like the first piece of news I saw this week because it broke on what July twelfth, so what four days ago, and you know Tuesday Wednesday is when I start getting ready for these, and it was literally the first piece of news I saw, and it was just like the funniest thing. So if we switch over, I really hope this works. Oh, beautiful. So this is on the verge. yeah it's it's so bizarre right like but yeah the big the big thing here is it's got a nice little colonel sanders 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 i don't know how to pronounce that it's on the the back um and yeah if we the the, the announcement video for whatever reason is in 240p because you know that's the resolution of all screens in china i guess i don't know but yeah like look look at this bizarre like oh like look what what is this kfc why why did you do this it comes with 10 sorry 100,000 uh like kfc digital currency which lets you buy chicken um yeah 10,000 thousand which is 100,000 k dollars now what i want to know is how many k dollars does it take for you to be able to buy a piece of chicken like how many let's see here can we can we k dollars kfc um it doesn't seem to i i want to know what the conversion rate is come on guys what is 
how how much chicken can I get for K dollars? Come on. I don't know. It doesn't seem to. No one's quite sure. Um, also, what? This is I I just found this. What? Oh my! Why is this happening? So K KFC. Um, sorry. Um, if you're listening to this, um, whilst trying to find the value of a K dollar, um, I failed miserably. However, I did stumble across the news that um, KFC is currently working on selling a meteorite for roughly twenty thousand U.S. dollars, and it's the shape of their chicken burgers, um, the, the Zinger Burger, I believe it's called, judging by the URL to this page. That is, um, it's it's on their online store. Hang on. Let's take a look at their east. KFC. So if you go to kfclimited.com, you go to their website. Um, oh my god, this listing is hilarious, I have to say. This one-of-a-kind space meteorite is real space-made meteorite from space. Sculpted by the harsh elements that exist in the vastness of space, and then later by three artists named Haley, Scott and Mike. The Zynga chicken sandwich shaped meteorite has all the Zynga chicken sandwich shaped details that you've come to expect from a Zynga chicken sandwich. This sounds, this sounds like a parody. Can you, you can actually add this, I, this sounds like, this sounds like they got ahead of themselves with the April Fool's Day joke. Like, that's what this sounds like. Don't miss the chance, your, don't miss your chance to own this very significant and very heavy piece of chicken sandwich space travel history. Wow. R really? Is this is this for real? Like I think it is. I think I think this is genuinely for real. Um in, in the in its product in its like description it says I um contents iron and other space stuff one of a kind not for human consumption as you'd hope. And it's uh, 5 and 3 quarter inches by 3 and 3 quarter inches and weighs 9 and a half pounds. Um, which means nothing to me, so let's get it in a real weight. Um, because pounds aren't a real weight. That's 4.3. That's a heavy. That's a heavy burger. You do not want to be eating all of that. You're gonna. You're gonna feel that in the morning. Um, what else? Let's take a quick. Look. <laughs> let's take a quick look. So there's some socks. That's relatively. You know, that's generic, I guess. Um, a, a piece of string for you know the reasonable amount of 12 US dollars for which you can literally get a, a, a necklace. So you can either get a necklace or a piece of string and they both cost the same amount of money. Who'd have guessed? Um, what else do we have here? So yeah, it's, it's mostly t-shirts, um, some prints. So if you want a print of the kernel, that's a nice, that's a, that's a, that's a neat 30 US dollars as you do. Bleeding neck. Can you imagine being that guy? Like someone comes into your house, you know, you're like, hey, and they're like, hey, what's what's that on the wall? And you're like, oh, that's just that's just the picture of Colonel Sanders I hung on my wall. Like it's just there, like all the time. Like, why? I, don't, I just really like chicken, man. What can I say? Like, okay, it's a bit, bit off. Not gonna lie. But yeah, KFC. <laughs> Sorry, back onto the phone. Um. I'm I'm just so confused as to how this phone exists. So if we, yeah, it'll it'll run Android seven, um, lack Google's Play Store. 
how much is K dollars worth? Um, right, hang on, I know what to do. I just got an idea. If we go to Baidu, and then search for K dollars there, I reckon that'll, I reckon that'll throw up a KFC website. Damn, it won't. That didn't work. K dollar, if we go to K, if we type K dollar KFC. Not FCK, FC. KFC. Let's try this. Ah, perfect. Right, so this is this is the this is the KFC China website. Okay. Um, yep, that's great. Yeah, yes, please, please translate it. I would like it to be in English because that is the language I speak. So, if we come on, this page cannot be translated. Oh, that's useful. That's better. Right, so this is um uh, okay, let's let's see if we can find KFC China. Maybe if we maybe if we type that in but I'll, oh perfect. The KFC China website. I can't believe we've spent fifteen minutes talking about KFC's phone. What what is going on here? So if we wait for this to do its thing. There's a little Baidu icon here, I'm not sure what that's doing here. Maybe it was a translate thing. So let's let's um I don't know what any of these words mean. Um I'm gonna guess that this yellow one is like menu or like oh uh, yeah, it says online ordering. Haha. <laughs> Look at me go. No. Yes. I think this is what we're after. This is okay. Start ordering. That's what we want. Oh no, don't make me make an account. Hang on, let's translate. So, we, we, are we just never going to, hang on, look, what happens if we just... This is so bizarre. Why is the word chicken so weird? Suck the original fl- What? What, what is this? <laughs> what? Oh my days. If you ever get a chance, apparently the best thing to do is to um Oh man. The be so if you ever have some free time, I highly recommend you go to the KFC website, which is just kfc.com.cn, which kind of makes sense and I kind of should have expected. Um go there and then use Google Translate to translate everything into English. Uh go to the menu and just look at some of the bizarre names apparently. Um K, remember to eat. Let's see what's under there. This is so bizarre. This is, um, what? What is going on here? Like, some of these, that does not sound, hey, 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 do you want some KFC old tan dish chicken rice rice? <laughs> oh my days. Hang on, let me pull up OBS, just so I can see what you guys can see. Let me, let me just, let's just zoom in here. Just this one right here. KFC old tan dish chicken rice rice. Oh, that is, that is priceless. That is, oh my days. I love it. Oh, hang on. I need to mute Facebook. Um, I don't know which tab it's in. Um, I'm assuming here. It is here. We can, we can close that. We don't need that to come back at all. Oh my day. That is priceless. Oh, we still haven't figured out the value of a K dollar. Um, so yeah, K dollars could be worth anything. <laughs> There's the K emojis. So part of, actually, b back onto the phone. 
uh, because we got mildly carried away there. That's totally not my fault, though. You get um, $100,000 K dollars, which no one knows how much about it. Oh, wait, hang on. <gasps> wait. See, all I had to do was wait for video to play for another, like, three seconds, apparently. So if we go to the original video... Is this in HD? Have they just limited it for... I don't think they have. No, it's just... This video is literally in 240p. Like, what? what is going on here? So you get 100,000 K dollars. And then if we wait a second, look at this. See? Perfect. So that that meat, that rice bowl thing that we were making fun of, the, the KFC old tan dish chicken rice rice, man, this goes full circle. That thing costs 80,000 K dollars. So you could get, hypothetically, the KFC old tan dish chicken rice rice once for free with your phone. That is... That is revolutionary. We have we have revolutionized the eating of chicken right here. Uh, you also get K music, um, which works like a virtual jukebox. Um, so as this plays, basically how it works is you can change the music being played in any KFC. So you know if it's someone's birthday, you can get them to play Happy Birthday. Um, there are lots of bars in the UK that have been started doing this, um, and a lot of pubs where you know you, if you have the app on your phone, you can then you end up being able to like pick the songs that play on the over the sound system which is really cool um it will we'll have to see how it works in terms of people abusing that system but otherwise it seems all right and nothing quite like these people look like they're having fun look at them them and their k music Ugh, who do they think they are should this we actually talk about tech show. at some point like should we talk about some real tech eventually <laughs> Because no. we've covered one article and there was zero tech in it. So today's um, <laughs> podcast is Snappy wait, Talk. Wait, wait, wait. Um, Paul, I just want you to <laughs> just look in the chat. Greg, Greg just said, "Why would I mention Paul?" <laughs> this, this right here. I just, I just want to. I've been asked on multiple occasions why we don't pre-record these episodes because, you know, we wouldn't have issues like the audio issues we had at the start of this or the internet issues we had near the end of the previous episode. Um, the reason for that is because we get this feedback and this is, it's just so much, it's just so great. Like, I, lo I love chatting with the chat. It's great. Oh, man. Paul's about to destroy an iPad and it's all Greg's fault. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love this. No, you know who really destroys the iPad? Apple. <laughs> uh, no, 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 joke. It was a, a genuine question. Um, oh man. Philosophical. This is too good. This is too good. This is too good. Just leave a panda on. Talks more sense. <laughs> Damn it, I thought this chair went lower. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is, I love it. Greg, you should uh you should you should have like um an IRC running as you record your podcasts. You should like have you should have it live somewhere and record <laughs> and have a live show. This is too good. This is too good. I, I have uh, iOS eleven, that's iOS also 11. a good point. That's also a good point. <laughs> so Greg, oh, um I, I want to talk to you about a business proposal I have. Oh, oh so, no. You haven't come up with another fake ad, have you? No, no. so... Okay, um, go for I, it. I, I'm thinking of a really good segment for your podcast. Mm -hmm. um, it's um, a segment called Tech with Panda. 
Okay, um, okay, carry so on. Carry Panda on. comes on, mm-hmm. and and he talks about um, about tech for a while. Right. Um, he doesn't talk about Apple tech though, so that's the important improvement to to your show. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Carry on, carry on. But if if he talks more sense than me, then he must talk absolute gold. So that's the important thing. Yeah, <laughs> that, that that's that's it's good stuff. What I do want to say is. <laughs> Like this is all Greg's fault. This is this is like the second time that Greg has like <laughs> like incited violence on the Snappy Tech podcast. <laughs> like the last time this happened, there was like a scramble five minutes before the show was due to start to like get him on. Like it's been a real. It's like don't look at me being like George keeps cause. Like here's the deal. I, I host the podcast, right? So, I, like, it tends to, like, fall back on me, right? That everyone's like, oh, I can't believe George let this happen. But none of this is my fault. None of this is on me. This is all Paul and Greg, like, having, like, fights Greg outside of a we podcast. Have no problems. It's George that keeps telling us, come on, we get more views if there's drama. <laughs> this time next week, Paul's going to be dropping a diss track on Greg. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we need we need diss tracks <laughs> no no we don't Greg's mic is re- I am this close to actually calling him to get him on the podcast I might actually do it Greg do you want to actually come on because this would be hilarious this would be like next level live interaction actually what we need we need to get Greg to talk on about the the topic that we've got later. That's a on. fair point. We should Just probably get you is... on anyway. That would that's not too bad an idea. So Greg, the last topic I can't believe his. I can't believe this is actually a thing that's happening right now. Get get oh. into Photoshop quick. I am literally in Photoshop right now. <laughs> okay, where, where's Keemstar? We we need a story we, about. We this. need to kill a Keemstar. <laughs> Let's get right into the news. Ah. How the hell that guy? That guy is just oh man, he is a. I I hate that guy. That guy pisses me off so much. Yeah. And I like. I mean, when he talks about a lot of people, I'm kind of like, well, I'm presuming this is a bunch of um, overly traumatized rubbish. Mm -hmm. Um, But a few times he's done it when he's done it about like syndicate or people where i'd been following the story before he'd done anything all right so Paul, hang on before you carry on i'm sorry before you carry on i have to call greg give me two <laughs> i'm actually adding greg to this skype call right now also my my webcam seems to have frozen i'll fix that momentarily hang on let me let me just let me fix my webcam first there we are i should be back i think am i nope hang on the issue is i use kvy cam as a webcam splitter there we are so that I can have Skype showing my video and thingy at the same time. So if you're watching the stream right now, you can't see anything because I have um, I have gotten rid of a screen so that Greg can be added without me accidentally revealing his Skype name. Oh, this is so good. This is so fun. I can't believe this is happening. I'm in. I'm so, in. Oh, he hasn't answered. Oh, he's not online. Greg, get on Skype, damn it. <laughs> whilst we're doing this, I'm. I'm actually doing the iOS 11 update. Oh no! Oh, don't do that. Too. Wait, hang on. Let me let me um, bring him back. So, oh, what hang on. What version have I actually got right now? Okay, um, I think I think I'm good to call Greg without accidentally revealing his details. So I've currently got 10.3.3. So I'm doing the 11.2 update. 
Greg, is. get on Skype, damn it. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening right now. <laughs> this right here is why I love doing a live podcast. Like, it's just, when we did that six-hour live stream, which if you haven't seen, by the way, we did a six-hour live stream on Twitch. It's only going to be up there for another two days. So go to twitch.tv forward slash snappytech, all one word. <coughs> go watch the six hours of live stream. We did. It was so much fun. I highly recommend you go watch it. Um, Paul, you look a bit off center right now. It's because we're waiting You're for Greg to- You're a bit off center. I was gonna say it's because we're waiting for Greg to turn up. It's not your webcam. Um, I meant like on the stream, you look fine. No, Paul, what are you doing? You monster, what have you done? <laughs> oh man, I'm waiting to get a little Skype notification to say that Greg's here. Um, and then we'll call him again. I can't believe this is happening right now. <laughs> of all the things I expected this episode, this is not one of them. Oh, Greg's here! What up? Hey! <laughs> right, let me switch up the thing. Right, uh, Greg, we're let waiting. Let me just make sure I'm out of frame quickly. <laughs> uh, Greg, it's all right, leave the panda in. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm doing. I I'm literally having the panda as um, my webcam. Right, Greg, we need you to uh, turn on your webcam, mate. Uh, no, I don't like it. Oh, that's 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 an issue. Does it not have a hey, there we are. Wait, cool. We I can put them the right way around because Greg is in Paul's spot right now. So let's do. That's fine. Leave it like that. I mean, that would well, be fine. Well, you want to be Paul Stubbington, except Paul was also in your spot. So. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, please switch him. Right there we are. Gonna fit. This is so. This is why. Oh my God! I don't even know what to say right now. Okay, so we now also have the wonderful Greg Morris in uh, <laughs> in one hell of a twist of fate that I was never expecting. It's your own fault for tweeting at me. <laughs> yes, yeah, probably. <laughs> Let's talk about the Xiaomi phone. The Xiaomi Redmi 5 and the Redmi 5 yes. Plus, which are totally Ooh. not like every other Android flagship phone ever, <laughs> we promise. Yeah. It's completely new. Something we've never seen before on any phone ever with the massive displays and the Snapdragon 450 and the, 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 the clock speeds, all of the clocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's basically a middle of a range Android phone. Snapdragon 450, three gigabytes of RAM, 12 megapixel camera, 720 by 1440 yeah, actually, display. Um, it is, it's the Snapdragon 625, actually. It says 450 here. It says, it says 450. Uh, it's 450 on the 5, yeah. The six, uh, oh, yes. the five yeah I'm, I'm talking through the 5 first. Oh, okay. I, um, wait, where's... Okay, there it is. <laughs> there's a 3300 milliamp hour battery. It runs Android Nougat. Why? Because they're avoiding Oreo. Why? Because of Project Treble. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can talk about that later. Oh. Um, actually... Bloody cheap, though. Yes, so the Redmi 5 is uh, comes in at a, 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 a cheap and cheerful, what was it, like 170 bucks? Can't actually remember. Uh, the, so so the, the, the base option is 125 or 135 dollars. The plus is 150 or 195 dollars. Oh, yeah, I got so it. That's now. what. That's that's really good, actually. So, well, the thing is, the specs aren't quite flagship. 
Um, no. But as a mid-to-the-range phone, because, I mean, it's only 2 gig of RAM with 16 gig of storage or 3 gig with 32 gig mm-hmm. of storage on the... Is that just on the base? That's, that's on the, the base. Five? The plus is 3 and 32 or 4 and 64. Yeah. Which, mm. actually, so, hang on. The... Before we carry on, I just want to say, guys, like, OnePlus does this. Xiaomi now does this. Can you guys just put, like, the same amount of RAM across all devices, for Christ's yeah, sake? Is it, really that, is it really that hard? Like, come on, guys. But I suppose it's one way, one way of making the people that don't use their phones as much don't need to store as much on their phones. Mm. Generally, the power you no, have more is stuff on their phones as well. But it's a way of saving money for people that don't need it. Yeah, uh, I suppose if you specs. if you need a new phone but you're not too fussed about how it's yeah. going to perform, you're obviously going to get the one that's got less RAM, less storage sort of thing. Mm. Ha- having said that, if you want a flagship phone um, and you're only prepared to play $150 instead of $195, then you are probably a tight bastard. Um, <laughs> or poor. So, that works too, yeah. Paul. Just, just yeah, putting poor, that out there. So, yeah. People are mistaking what innovation actually is. Yeah, exactly. And um, <laughs> I notice it a lot because a lot of phones are like, oh, it's new and it's in- um, innovative. But another phone that came out years ago already has that. So it's not innovative. Mm-hmm. It's innovative for your company, but it's not new. And I think the whole problem is now that a general phone's lifespan, say, maximum two years, you're probably, this phone's going to last two years and then something is going to go wrong with it because... They expect the new one to be out by then. And they know you're going to have to buy it because this one's broken. And that's what we've got a trend going. Like They know that the phone you have currently is not going to survive long enough for you to be able to not buy the next one. And I think that's the problem. that They've set up this trend of phones that tend not to survive long enough compared to older phones, like very old um, sort of Blackberries, all the old Nokia's Nokia. last years, you know. <laughs> but... I've had phones that last their two-year contract and I will do nothing wrong to them, but they stop working. And then I have to buy a new one and they have to release a new one to keep me buying. And I think that's the problem. That's the market Mm -hmm. that they've developed. So it will be... Oh, something just happened on Twitter. (laughs) So so it will be pre-recorded and will um, will be uploaded and published uh, for about 5pm just to get into the groove of the new time slot. Um, so expect a video next week that is pre-recorded, and it means that we won't be live on Twitch. So cur- what the hell is happening on Twitter? I'm getting so many notifications from Twitter right now. <laughs> Hang on, let, me, let, me, let me mute Chrome. To- at least two of them are mine. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I saw you like... like G Chachanese and Snappy Tech in one I, tweet. I saw you like... As well as retweeting one, actually. Like, Screw you, Paul. <laughs> I, I retweeted one of your tweets as well. Wait. Oh God. Have you, did all you say you muted it? Tags. Uh, no, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I can't. Okay, cool. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I can't mute Twitter right now. Sorry, before we carry on, I just want to take a second to shame everyone in both chats because it's not like it's just Twitch or just YouTube. Both chats are like hitting on the close up of Paul. They're like, oh my god, this is so great. <laughs> it's Paul. <laughs> full screen Paul. Full screen Paul. They're just hitting on him right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Equifax haven't had a good week. Um, they got breached uh, a couple of weeks ago. That was not good. And then someone clearly didn't brief their PR team or anyone who had access to the Twitter, apparently. Because they kept sending the link to the fake website. 
So what Equifax did is they set up EquifaxSecurity2017.com, right? So they set up that domain as a a website where people who had issues would go to get all of the information about the thing. And I just want to point out that this is a very stupid idea. Never do this. If you are hacked and you need to create a web page, you make that the homepage of your normal website, right? That's just what you do. You don't create EquifaxSecurity2017.com because then you switch... Then you end up in a situation, which Equifax have ended up with, which is someone registered the domain Security Equifax 2017, which is only slightly different, but very, very wrong. Um, it's actually, if you tried to access it with Chrome right now, you will actually get a warning saying that it's a deceptive site. Uh, you get a massive red, actually, let me switch to my main screen. You get a massive red warning symbol saying it's a deceptive website. Because it was reported to, um, oh, come on. It was reported to Google and to Virgin Media, apparently, because once I bypassed it through Google, Virgin Media refuses to let me through. Um, uh. So, you know, they, they've really got, they've really jumped on top of that. But um, basically, someone created that and it was used to, it was used to collect all of the information and the official Equifax Twitter was giving people that link. Because that's what happens when you create a temporary URL that is ridiculous and that can be easily copied, like the idiots at Equifax. So congrats to them. That's all I have to say. What a great show we're having. Before we carry on, let's have another quick word from one of our sponsors. And um, this Ah. week, we're actually, we've got a sponsor. So for for, for those that don't know... um, uh, well, like a bit of sort of throwback here. Um, I think it was like the first uh, episode I was on. I kept making up fake sponsors uh, from real companies. No no, 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 that's not true. Okay, the first episode you were on, you kept name dropping real companies. Yeah, and I was I, like, you can't name drop it, real companies. I, I was name dropping real companies as like, but they were fake sponsors, but they were real companies, and I got told off for this. So apparently, I can drop fake sponsors, but it can't be real companies. So today, we are actually uh, sponsored by a TV show that we've got in the makes at the moment. It was launched on um, April first. Um, oh, was it? Actually, that's yeah. cool. That's that's a good day. It, it is, that was a Monday. Yeah, it is currently got nine seasons. Apparently, according to this box set. Um, it's, um what, what's the show called, Paul? Well, it's called uh, the Big Bong Theory. <laughs> so basically, we go and test bigger and better bongs each episode, and test how to make a very good big bong. Um, so God damn it. I did not see that one. Co- well played, good sir. <laughs> So yeah, the, oh, I I I, I even have the box set here. I, I oh actually, my God, that is beautiful. I actually have red pen as well to uh, where's the other thing? So red pen to actually uh, match what the box set has as well. So yeah, the you big know, bomb the theory. These podcasts go viral. All of these fake sponsors are going to be so lucrative. You're mm. going to be able to sell just copies of the Big Bang Theory box sets that you've like crossed out the A and written an O on. 
like sell them for like triple the price. That or we're gonna get sued by the Big Bang Theory and um by, by by Luke Shade um for, for our Luke Shades, but I've I've actually still got the bottle on my desk. Um, holding up to camera hey, now. Hey, hey. The Honor Nine X is it Nine X or Ten X? The new one. I think it's the V Ten and the Nine X, right? Those I think so. Phones. Yeah. So the the Honor Nine X. Uh, so I re- we got to review the 7X, and it was... Was it the 7X or the 6X? 6X. It was the 6X, I think. But One of so them. So many numbers. <laughs> so, just yeah. st- stop it, Honor. Honestly. <laughs> I'm kidding, Honor, I love you. If you want to send me a phone, I'd totally be down to review it. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> but um, but you know, when I first used that phone, I felt like it was it was a decent phone and the specs were all right. But um, in in that in the case of that phone, the, the software was just a bit too bloated. And now we're at a point where, at that same price range, you're getting a bit more power, and uh, uh, you know, especially with the new the new software is a lot less bloated. Uh, mm. Rockwell points out it's the seven X, so we weren't even close. This is why you don't <laughs> have like two phones with vastly different number schemes. Like Samsung does this really well. Where the notes and they and already the have an honor eight. the same number. And there's already the honor eight. And the honor nine, right? Well see the the the, the notes and the S are on the same number because they're the same year. Mm. Um but yeah, Honor's naming scheme is ridiculous. Um all of the numbers. And yeah. Yeah, because there is already an eight and I think there's another similar one. It's like it's uh, cause the war. M- most honor devices are now being sold under the name of Huawei Honor, yes. as well. So, and there's, there's, a, the pit, there's like, a real, got uh, real consistency there. Just yes. Cons- yeah, because there's the Honor Eight and the Honor Nine, because there's an Honor Nine as well. And if you yeah, go, let, me, let me bring. She's not. For the, oh, so this is a. Is yeah. the Honor Nine one of the ones I looked at? Actually? The Honor Nine would have been. Yeah, it's a very nice phone. Yeah, I it's think a so. Phone. I accept all of your cookies. So I think that. That was on off of the other week, wasn't it? So if if we're I'm currently on the Honor website. If you go to highhonor.com um, and then go on the smartphone, hit view more. These are the phones they currently offer. Now I want you to tell me if you can tell just by the name which ones were released sooner. And I'm going to go <laughs> by numerical order here. So we have the Honor 6A, the Honor 6X, the Honor 7X. The Honor 8, the Honor 8 Pro, the Honor 9, and the Honor View 10. (laughs) There's a real real consolidation here needed. Why can't can't they just do what Sony does with the PlayStation? Just be like, it's the PlayStation, the PS2, the PS3, the PS4. Or or, or, or do what Sony does for their phones. The the Xperia XA1, the XZ, the XZ Premium, the XZ, (laughs) is it Premium... Platinum or something. You can tell those are two very different marketing departments. There's always two elements, man. Like, I've just been obsessing over audio Mm -hmm. and lighting, you know. Not that that visual quality doesn't matter, but you just don't realise how many people don't tolerate bad audio and bad lighting compared to, like, image quality, you know. You know what I will say? And I'm going to use my whiteboard now to betray my point. Are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going full visual. What I'm going to do is I'm going to zoom in on mine. There we are. Look, it's me. I'm now going to use this whiteboard to demonstrate. <laughs> I, I didn't see this coming. So 
Ignore what it already this, says. This is, uh, this is an after-school session now. Right, right. So we have, this is like, I'm going to have to do this with my right hand, so excuse the bad quality. But if we have like a line graph, right, right here, and then we have, so if we have audio, bad, so this is like perception, and then this is quality, right? Yeah. So you can have low quality video, but it's perceived like quite highly. Yeah. Right? Or you can have ultra high quality video and it's perceived ultra high. Yeah. However, if you have poor quality video, uh, poor quality audio, it is perceived really badly. Oh, very, have, very bad. And if you have ultra high quality audio, it's perceived as about average. Yeah. Right? So you have sort of that versus that. that. So you can have, you know, you, you can have average quality video, but you need above average quality audio to kind of match that. Um, no, hundred percent. Because one one thing you one thing you start learning with post production is there there is things even if you have let's just say seven twenty p video quality, there's things in post that you can help fix that. So yeah. long as your lighting is good and everything is exposed properly, you can have sharpening. You can actually learn how to color correct a little bit. You can learn how to look, look, up, tables, look up tables like LUTs to yeah. give like a different image, whether you want kind of like a warm, a colder, a filmic look, a more broadcast look. You can do things to kind of like compensate for the fact that your resolution is not maybe as crispy or your dynamic range from your camera is not as sharp or, you know, your low light performance is not good. But like lighting and, and the reason why I'm saying, I'm saying it from experience where I've shot like a whole video before and the audio was so terrible, but the video looked so good. I could not bring myself to use that audio one. And I could not bring myself to save the audio. It, it was impossible to save it in post. Whereas I've had situations where maybe stuff has just been blown out visually and I've been able to recover it in post. Maybe not fully, but it's like, is the end user really going to notice that the highlights or the exposure was so blown out yeah. where I couldn't recover it? No. You know, does it mean does it mean I shouldn't care about it next time? No, but it's so much more important to make sure to get the audio and the lighting right. You know, the set. So, no, it's it's, it's that's that's a good shout. For those that don't know, it's it's um small, not too interesting or not too big or um, it's a story without too much ramifications some... for anyone. Uh, Equifax have been hacked um the story came out was it this week wasn't it um yeah, this, earlier this week yeah the, uh the the hack was totally this week or totally this month or totally multiple months ago wasn't it it's about is it like two months ago yep so it, it it lasted that the crazy thing is that it lasted like six weeks as well so mm. it took so it was so to lay out the timeline Equifax found out that it had happened about six weeks ago. Part of what they found was that it had been going on for six weeks until they realised it had happened. Which isn't exactly encouraging, right? Let's be real here. <laughs> if I'm getting hacked for six weeks and then realise, that's probably a bit too long. 
Yeah, they might as well just put like some random person in charge of cybersecurity over there. Just have a sign that reads "Hack us." Yeah. So yeah. they got hacked. Which, if if you're in the UK, like the majority of our listeners are, you might be wondering why that's such a big deal. Um, because you might not even have heard of Equifax, um, which is fair enough. Uh, because it's not an issue for you, but it is an issue for 143 million US consumers Actually, who have had their social security number leaked. Well, um, you say it's not an uh, issue for us. Equifax actually do deal with a few companies in the UK. One of them, uh, I, uh, there was another couple of big companies, but I know one of them was Capital One, yeah, who are a big credit card company. And apparently, uh, I think it, there's the numbers in sort of like uh, over like 10, 20 million or something of UK people could be affected as well. Um, they don't know much. I mean, the Americans don't even know whether they've been affected or not, because frankly, Equifax have been useless in the matter of telling people. Um, but they've actually, um, the people that see over all of this stuff in the UK, um, have actually said to Equifax, whatever um, pe- people in the UK that actually you had details of, you need to get in touch with them and tell them because most people in the UK haven't heard of them. Yeah, and they even if they are in the uh, they have information in the Equifax database, they s- would definitely or like it would be like ninety nine point nine nine. Uh, percent sure they didn't have any information in there so that yeah there's a high chance a lot of us in the uk have actually been affected without even knowing that equifax had dealt with any of our information and it's only because a few companies in the uk that have some quite important information on us so like credit cards and stuff like that um use equifax to store all of their data um just like the american companies have used can I just point out that when I said, what was the number? 143 million users. Mm. Um, that might be a number that you don't take to heart because, you know, for whatever reason. I just want to point out that is 40% of the US population. It, uh, it's it's a lot of people. It is, um, it's major. It's a major, major breach. And the the big story for me is, and this is um, interesting as far as I'm concerned, is what viewers can see on screen right now, where three Equifax executives sold stock just before the hack was revealed. That is major shade. Like, that is very, very shady, if yeah. as far as I'm concerned. It wasn't a slight bit of shedding either. I've, I mean... In sort of the amount they owned, I mean, the t- the biggest percentage um, that any of the three sh- um, sold, I think, was 13%. Um, he was the one that sort of came out with the most money out of three. Um, so in sort of grand, grand scheme of things, they could have shed like half or more. Um, but is it hella shady? If they'd done it in the six weeks when they hadn't even figured out as a company that they'd sort of been hacked yet um fair enough but it happened several days after the hack happened and the company has come out and said that 
they um, these executives didn't even know about it yet. And I think a hack this big, there is mm. no way that the uh, some company executives did not know about it. Yeah, I was going to say, do, do you believe? Do you buy that statement? Because no, I don't. I, buy I, it I at personally all. don't. Not even remotely. I, the the only way they wouldn't know about it, I think even or even then, uh, I think if they was on holiday or something like that, where they wasn't able to get in touch with them, I think even then though they would have at least got like a text or an email or something or a call, even if they're freaking halfway across the world. The Especially if say you're to, selling stock, right? Yeah. If, if you're in a position where you can sell your stock, then you're probably in a position to receive emails. Yeah. Right? Tesla have really managed to split opinion like no company before, right? Yeah. So if, if you haven't heard this story, Tesla stocks dropped by 7% the other day. I haven't seen what it is at currently, actually. Let me check. Um... It is currently, I'm not even sure if it ever recovered. Um, well, it's up 1.5% today. Um, but no, it hasn't fully recovered. Um, it's It was at 370, I want to call it, dollars per share. It's currently trading at 313. Um, and basically because they there were, what was it, eight, 12 analysts, I want to say? Uh, sorry, 24, 24 analysts um, who valued Tesla um by you know how much they deemed each share to be worth 24 analysts there was a perfect split eight analysts said you should buy some tesla stocks right now eight analysts said you should sell your tesla stocks right now and eight analysts said we're not quite sure like it's it's just such a massive range that you don't usually see and goldman sachs rated this company which is currently as i said 313 us dollars per share at roughly 180 like that is massive yeah just a, a teensy weensy massive drop it's it's really a, a a thing that only really tesla or elon musk can um really do have like three sets of eight analysts all saying completely different things yeah. about the company and this is whether you should buy or sell stocks. It's just, it, it's, it, it's, it's the Elon Musk effect. Yeah, the really. Musk effect. Feeling <laughs> musky. <laughs> yeah. Well, because uh, Syndicate actually handed me his one, like after the event, um, when we was chatting in the AFK lounge, Syndicate actually handed me his phone to uh, play with. And he said, uh, said, oh, the only thing with my phone, it's not got the um, camera update. Because I think the camera quality was like really yeah, they pushed it questionable before their that's update. That's something I was sceptical about as well when I was looking at the camera. Because because um, uh, I know with some phones, like um, they say, oh, the camera's amazing. But it depends on when you get it into the hands of the people. Yeah, and this, and I was, I was trying to ask the people. I ended up getting to speak to a software engineer for them that I got. I got a lot of information out of him. I was asking about the camera update and when the the portrait mode that everyone seems yeah. to have copied from Apple. <laughs> Just the I name, that, even. I think but... Apple copied it from Huawei, though, if I recall correct. Because I remember That's my, true. I yeah. remember the Mate S we got like two years ago to review that had portrait mode. So I think it was like copied off of Huawei. Yeah, he was saying that was next on the list for priority. So hmm. hopefully by the time it's out, it's going to have these updates. I mean, yeah. he was telling me that everybody in the team was getting software updates like every single day. 
yeah because they were working on new features and um and he was saying that a lot of the team from Nextbit were also trying to make it as pure as possible with Android and stuff like that. I don't spend anywhere near as much time on Facebook compared to the other platforms, no, especially yeah. Twitter, because I'm, I'm, in my opinion, like just where I've come to, I've not really become favored to it based on this reason. And it's great you brought up this topic because again, me and my wife discussed this and it, it, it's, it, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I, I think I think just with what happened with the whole fake news stuff and just how ads are manipulated on it, and it, I, I I question the platform a lot more, especially because of how powerful it is. You know, yeah. it's still a very powerful platform, and that in itself makes it very very, you know, it, it's yeah yeah yeah. I, I I lean more if if it's to answer the question of topic, especially it being the main topic of this pod. I lean more towards Facebook is I lean more towards a bad. Obviously, you can make the argument for any of the other platforms, Instagram, in terms of like maybe how people can reveal their their, their themselves in a in a in a non you know provocative way or in a provocative way. It can right. promote that in certain sense. You can make that argument. You know, you can make the same argument for Twitter, i.e., when you see, you know how people behave on Twitter in terms of just that freedom of speech being taken to a very, you know, major extent. You can make that argument, you know, you can for every single platform, but it's just, again, f Facebook, I make that argument more for it based on, you know, what you've said about how it can leave you feeling, yeah, kind of crap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which subconsciously, is, it's, it's a very dangerous, it's a very dangerous thing to kind of put out and for the exec to come out publicly and kind of like bash he will probably he or she i'm not sure if it's a he or he. she yeah he he would he would have known the internal things if he's kind of like been a little bit of a, a whistleblower he would know the internal things that would have happened for such a model to have been created yeah you know so that's something to take into consideration based on that coming out as well I feel like the, the the HomePod is more just a speaker than yeah than yeah. the HomeX. Uh, yeah, I mean Bloomberg, um, they wrote about the, the the kind of journey of the HomePod, and it's been like canned and like brought back to life several times. And I think that they they said that it was originally going to be just a speaker that works with AirPlay two which yep. we don't really know whether it's ready to ship or what it actually does and and in some very unapple like they're kind of half-assed sort of telling you bits and pieces about it um i mean the price and stuff like you say is not is not really an issue but um the the google home stuff is definitely going to be far more intelligent just by putting a, a google assistant inside it i mean they only today uh, well a few days ago said that, that you can answer like multiple questions about stuff in the same sort of command now so it that apple seem to be limiting siri to do different things on different devices and, and google are just like no everybody everybody can have the assistant it needs to be everywhere um and that's i, I presume that's why they're trying to push into the market of 
more expensive and better sounding speakers as well because mm. i mean it's just all about the data isn't it we're currently working on a review that will be coming up uh we'll be filming it next wednesday i'm highly excited uh, the phone is currently <laughs> downstairs um that th- that review is going to be a lot of fun we're going to be torturing uh greg i'm not sure if you're aware of us uh conquer who make rugged devices sent me a phone with a sole purpose being for me to destroy it um that sounds like the best weekend ever it's it's yeah it's, it's on a wednesday so it's not quite a weekend but we're, we're going to be we're basically doing a day in the life with this phone where everything goes wrong so it's going to be chucked down some stairs yep. left in a dishwasher we're going to play golf with it as the as the the uh the putter uh, all yeah, that jazz putter. and the idea being that the phone hopefully they're, they're pretty confident it's going to survive they're, they're, they're a lot more confident than I would be in that situation. I'll, get, I'll, yeah. I'll start that. <laughs> the only thing uh, they said about, we'll just leave this to last, just in case, was the dishwasher. They wasn't sure whether the heat uh, mixed with the, the water may cause an yeah. issue. Um, that, that they, they think it should be fine, but um, of course, putting a phone in a dishwasher isn't usually something they try. So, understandable. <laughs> When people see pro, they just think better. Mm. Yeah, that is fair. That is. Fair. I'll give you that one. Yeah. So that that's why I play on on pro on FIFA, because I'm obviously better. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, yeah, totally. Fun fact about okay. FIFA: uh, it looks like I'm going to qualify on squad battles on um, elite two, which is the top four percent. Oh my god! Nice. Get a life. At least, at least stream that. That's what Emily does. I have, I, I had to play this <laughs> week 45 games, 24 of which were across the weekend. Oh my days. Yes, I have no life. Yeah, we know. This so, is why I'm here. But the reason I, I'm on Instagram is if I scroll down, you can see I did the whole, like, I did these, uh, a series of pictures leading up to my birthday, which was really cool. Yeah. But when I first... Um, <laughs> When I first showed off my, when I first rebooted my Instagram, I should say, because my first picture is from February 26th, 2014, and then my next one was June 29th of this year. So, you know, this is the real, <laughs> this is the real first picture on Instagram, if we're, if we're being honest here. And it's my so much yeah. more tattoo. Look, I've got it, I've got it on my arm. There it is. It's my <laughs> tattoo, right? And I, um, and on this, I mentioned um, that... You know, and again, I'm quoting myself here. I will still be using daily stories on my Snapchat, brackets, G underscore Chachnitze. There's a snap code on the bottom of this live stream. Go follow me. Go do it right now. I'm waiting for you. I daily vlog on that thing, (laughs) basically. But this is for the highlights, the the things I want to be permanent. Now, that that line really stuck with me. The fact that I said this was for the highlights. And so that was on, when was this? June 29th. Whilst in Georgia, later on in the year, on September 1st, I, I'd, I'd been having a rough day and I was on holiday. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a work-related thing. It was just, you know, occasionally you have a bad day, right? It just, it just happens. Yeah. And I'd been thinking about it and I wrote this massive paragraph of a post, um, or multi-paragraph post, I should say. It, it took forever. However, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this out in full, not because it's related to technology, but because we've been discussing the whole Facebook thing, and I feel like yeah, it's yeah. important to get this message out there. I'm now yeah. going to read this word for word, and I apologize if you don't care, 
Um, if you're watching this live, <laughs> skip forward like literally 30 seconds. Sorry, if you're not watching this live, I should say. If you're watching this live, it's, it's, it's good for you, trust me. So this is, this is me quoting myself. I said, you know, I was thinking about what I said in my first proper Instagram post, and I realized it was irresponsible. I stated that Instagram was for my highlights, like that's all life is, a list of events going from one peak to the next. The truth is, life is much bumpier than that. Sure, there are high points, but there are low points. The difference is, we all have social media now. We're all competing to show off how great our life is by showing off that cute selfie you took at a party or how you went out on a date with that perfect person, completely ignoring the fact that you threw up at the party and then was hungover for the entire next day or the argument you had with your partner just a few hours before you went out. Social media has become a bubble which makes you feel worse when you're bad because we all stand here and show off how perfect our lives are and then tell you that you're wrong for feeling sad for even a second. We're told that other people have bad days. And you know what? Just because it's true doesn't mean I can't have a bad day too. Or a bad week. People say that you can't be happy all of the time because without pain, you couldn't appreciate the lack of it. However, I'm not happy because of the pain. I'm happy regardless of the pain. So I decided that I'm not going to act like everything is perfect all of the time. The truth is, I've had a pretty shitty day. I couldn't tell you why I felt like shit. I just did. I'm on holiday in my favorite place on earth. However, the fact is, you can never hide from your demon for too long. I implore you to do the same. Not because it's easy, but because it's the right thing to do. If you're having a rough day, talk about it. There isn't always a reason, and there isn't always someone to blame. But talking about it will at least raise awareness, and people will know that when they feel, feel shitty, they shouldn't feel alone. What I will point yeah. out is um, the this is this is really controversial. Um, I just want to point out, and if you if you use this as your sole reference point for how good a camera is, don't. But DxO drop DxO Mark dropped their iPhone 10 rating, and it's actually 97 uh, to the Pixel's 98. Um, and Marquez Brownlee, Mister MKBHD, he did a great breakdown. Yeah, he, he that was one of that was that was one of the that was one of the the, the video even went trending because I, I just knew that video would trend just because of the fact that it was so controversial. But funny enough, the sub score of the iPhone 10 is actually the highest on any smartphone. You know how he broke it down about. The overall score is very deceptive unless you look into the subscores of each yeah. phone. The iPhone 10 has the highest subscore of 102, if I remember right, and he tweeted it. So I'm I'm looking at them right now. The Pixel yeah. 2 has 99 for photo and 96 mm -hmm. for video. Mm -hmm. uh, the iPhone 10 has 101 for photo and 89 there for video. Go. There we go. So the subscore. This is what Marquez was talking about. Yeah. That. They plague on this thing of punching out an overall score that makes it seem like it's out of 100 when it's not. And then people don't actually look at DxO Mark's website because they don't promote it. It's just too much jargon and stuff to actually realize that there's subscores of stuff what's going on. So what was great about his breakdown was the fact that he didn't diss their methodology because it's he said they're legit. 
you know, they, like yeah, no, the labs repeatable and yeah, you know, yeah. They, they they go full out with it. Yeah, you know, but where there's question marks and where there's that gray area and that gray line is, they are also a consulting agency. So whoever's paying more, who's to say that they're not getting more favorable results if that is true or not? Yeah. And it's like you can't call them out on it because the methodology of how they do their testing is so thorough that it's now, you know, you can see where the lines blur. You see, so this is where it's like, be careful with DxO Mark. They are a legit company, especially with all the other camera companies and um, what you call it, channels that are followed. They really reference to them in terms of mirrorless camera testing, yeah. digital single lens reflex cameras, DSLR cameras and stuff. So they're legit, but just be careful in that overall score because that overall score is deceptive. And it's the way he said it that, you know, although the Pixel has, you know, the better overall score, which phone would you prefer? The... Did someone say they want to hear another ad? Okay. I do have a sponsor today. Yes, um, yes. Oh I, oh, I forgot about this. So, so go on, tell us about your sponsor. As people know, um, I had a big order of Skittles coming in earlier in the oh, week. Oh, yeah, you did as well. So, so I, I got in contact with, with the company. And it turns out they're, they're going into um, the market of sweets that make, make you poo. So they, they've renamed oh, it. Oh, no, to... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that is so see bad. Ya? Don't say it out loud or I will murder you. <laughs> if you. If you want to see what it is, go to the YouTube. Uh, you, you can probably tell. Uh, if not, if, if a joke evades you, go to the YouTube version, skip to whatever it is, one minute, twelve, uh, one hour, 12 minutes into the thing, near the end of the podcast, you'll see I the joke. Yeah, I wasn't going to go with it, then I kind of realised how you would react. Yeah. And make it so much better for no. me. If you want to see it, go to the video version, it's near the end, you will. Smart use for Snap's open... AR platform is to preview real-sized menu items. Right. Mm -hmm. So yep, basically, um, so uh, th this week uh, they launched um, something called Lens Studio. They did, because I think I mentioned it. They, they actually released it last week, and I mentioned it in passing oh. with Benjamin Abawaji. Uh, oh, I, okay, I used yeah. it to get the Snap Tech logo the, oh, on past, In the past week or whatever. Because yeah. um, I used it to get oh, yeah, the uh, Snappy Tech logo in Snapchat, and that was fun. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember now. Um, mm -hmm. So, for people that don't realise, now you can get your own lenses into their augmented reality um, thing. Uh, and... Part of the thing that you can do with that, or I think you need to do with that, you get a little snap code yep. uh, that you need to scan, and then you get that put into mm -hmm. your library. For, I think it's for like a year or something. Um, you, can, you can decide, like, um, so in the case, like when you're doing distribution, at least you can decide. You can say they snap it and they get it for an hour, or you know. So when you went for like, if you go onto the Spectacles website, they have a snap code for you to try them on. And that lasts for, I think, two hours. So you, you can decide as a as the vendor how long you want them to have access to it for. Okay. So, um, and so in in this particular use, um, people uh, or there was some that were saying about um, you could use this as a view before you buy it kind of thing. So you would have snap codes next to the menu items and you'd scan them. And then you could actually view it in real size on your screen uh, effectively 
Um, and you could actually see how the food would look. Um, uh, and of course, we, we know it's um, food or pictures of food on a menu is notorious for looking bad. And of course, they can't fit a proper picture of food on every menu. So this actually allows us to see the food we're ordering before we've ordered it. Yeah. Having said that, I mean, to put a snap code next to every uh, thing could be a slight issue, but that's a workaroundable issue. I think um, the better way to do it would be to be able to have like a Snapchat version of a menu where like if you scanned one snap code and then you could scroll yeah, through a menu snap items. library kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, yeah, there's, there are ways around this. Uh, it's a early idea that someone's came up with. Uh, and in this case, um, I'll actually send you the, the article over. Um, so that's the article I'm looking at at the moment. Um, uh, they've actually um, got a burger. Oh, I say the media ain't play. Uh, but so you could actually see a burger on a plate in front of you. Um, and in someone's case, they uh, used it to have it at their in front of their iMac. Um, oh yeah, I think, it, hang on, let me let me play this to. There you are. Let me just show this to the people. Oh, it's got sound. There you are. So they can see this right now. Carry on. Yeah, and I, I of course, this this is an idea that could be um, matured for definite. Um, it mm-hmm. is an idea that surely um, will have teething problems, uh, especially at the, the newness. Um, however, it, it's a interesting use for for this. I mean, it is not something that anyone would automatically think of when you uh, say snapchat now allows you to put in your own in own lenses into the system um but i am excited if if this are the kind of ideas bring people are thinking of uh, that you could bring out with this system then uh, carry on please yeah it's it's definitely it's it's one of those things where you know the iphone wasn't a big deal until they released the app store and people could do things that apple would never have thought of right I think now that, you know, the AR kit, uh, the, the, AR, the AR tech behind Snapchat is open and anyone can do anything, it means that we'll see things that Snapchat would never have thought of doing. Yeah. And this is thing, one of those yeah. things. And I hope that, I, I really hope this fuels people to create, you know, for me putting, doing the Snappy Tech logo was a bit of fun as far as I'm concerned. But I feel like there are actual, genuine uses people will think of for this. And um, even if, like educate, from an educational point of view, I think being able to put history like right in front of someone in the real world um, mm. would be really useful. Yeah, I think that's the thing. When you make um, the ability to make add-ons or apps, however you want to call it for uh, for whatever system, that is a great step forward for a lot of platforms because no matter how big the company is, they can't do it all. Um, when a company like Apple, Amazon, Google, whatever, make a system, uh, yeah, they'll make a bunch of things for it, um, but they are very much tired by are they going to make enough money to make it worth it? Um, or make them enough money at all? Um, is it going to actually? Uh, is it going to be any good? Um, do we do we care if it's any good? Whereas when you give 
uh, like coders the opportunity to just make it if it's even if it's just for themselves. Uh, if they find a use case, they're gonna then get uh, going to make it, and um, it means you get all of these weird and wonderful app ideas that really kick off just because no one thought of it before, because no one realised it was something they could come in that could come in useful, but it just magically does. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's a wonderful wonderful time or a wonderful story to to end for Christmas. Yes, and hopefully someone will come up with like a Christmas tree one. I'm sure Snapchat will do that. What I will say is, um, as far as I'm aware, it is actually snowing outside right now. Uh, so we're two. So although we're two hours away from actual Christmas Day, it is expected to be snowing all day tomorrow. So we are getting a proper snow-filled Christmas over here, which is great. There, there, there was the possibility of actually having snow today. Um, if like a, a couple of weeks ago they did wonder whether we'd get snow today they weren't sure though um but i can tell you unless something drastic happens we are not getting a white christmas here because this is currently 10 degrees oh wow so we, we, we're not even getting gonna get a frosty christmas so yeah it'll be a hot sticky christmas that you kind of wish you weren't a part of uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! On that note, I think that's where we should uh, call. It. Unless you want to talk about something else, I don't, I don't know. Like I have, I have one topic about how Apple Maps is so bad, and they no, decide I'm... into what makes Google Maps so much better. Um, I need to. But I feel like we've enough. had. Yeah, I think like we made an, enough fun of Apple. Oh, actually, what I do want yeah. to discuss really, really quickly though, um, is Bitcoin. Uh, yes. No. I, bad. Yes. Yes. Good. Um, so a Bitcoin is currently worth. I want to know. I want to find out what it trades on Coinbase for right now. So on Coinbase, in the last week, it has dropped by twenty-seven percent. It has dropped by price by about four thousand pounds per Bitcoin. Uh, this has been due to the fact that Bitcoin Cash. Hasn't exactly had the, uh, the the best of weeks. It became available on Coinbase. However, there were leaked talks of insider trading. Interestingly, because of this whole sitch, um, Bitcoin Cash has gone up by about 50% in the last week between before it was released on Coinbase. It then went up by 100% and then it dropped by... Uh, about 50 from there so it, it it's averaged out to plus 50 percent but it went through one hell of a peak and valley um in the process bitcoin has just been dropping it's dropped about 30 percent um people are using this as like the death knell of bitcoin they're like ah oh, bitcoin is finally officially dead um however although the drop of 50 percent is of 30 percent sorry is the single biggest drop by percentage Sorry, by amount, it's not the biggest by percent. In fact, looking back at just October this year, it dropped by about, uh, what, what does this work out to? About 15%. That was just, you know, a few months ago. And Bitcoin does... about it at 1.20% drop. Yeah, so Bitcoin has this habit of like dropping and then spiking back up again. So, And it's yeah, actually, I'm... it's actually already doing that because it had dropped to about 30%. 
Um, and if you like look at the graph, like for the last month, for example, you can see where it's starting to pick back up again, ever so slightly. Yeah. Well, the uh, thing is, it hit, I think it was like 11K, then it went back down to about 8,500. That's when we spoke about it. And people, uh, I think the person that was on the show actually even said about, uh, they reckon it will just keep hitting its peak at around 11-ish, 12-ish, around there, and then drop back. It peaked at 14 and a half. Actually, it peaked at slightly. More. I'm pretty sure it peaked at a bit more than that. I was reading something that said about fifteen. It was. Um, it, it was. Um, it was eighteen or like nineteen thousand dollars. I think. Uh, I'm. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, okay, you're looking at pounds, are you? Yes, I'm looking at it in pounds. I'm looking at dollars. No, no. So yeah, it peaked at like nineteen hundred dollars. Um, I, it's because my account's in pounds. Um, so oh, okay. the Bitcoin I own is in, you know, it's. My my Coinbase account is in GPP. Oh, by the okay. way, I own some Bitcoin. I have just as a heads up, just to be transparent, I'm invested in it. If you go buy Bitcoin, um, I'd appreciate it because the value would go up a bit. But um, I definitely think it's the kind of thing. Where, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I expect it to bounce back come you know February next year. Um, I expect it to have been where it is at right now, at least. Um, as always, though, it is a super volatile currency, and so if you do invest, invest. Don't invest anything that's like a life-changing amount of money. Put it in a, put in an amount you expect you're able to lose. But yeah, the fact that Bitcoin has dropped twenty-seven percent in the last week is not reassuring for a lot of people. However, I think we'll see it bounce back. We have no way of knowing until the future, obviously. Um, I've only put in enough money so that if it was to completely die, right, if it was to become a, a total net worth of zero, I'd be no worse off than I am now, right? Like, I, I can afford to lose that amount of money. Um, like, don't get me wrong, it would suck, but it wouldn't, mm. like, you know, it wouldn't have long-term financial implications, right? Mm. Yeah, but I, th- I think, like, it's it has dropped before... And it will drop again, but frankly, it's already went up to to uh, is currently at uh, thirteen thousand six hundred dollars to one Bitcoin, yeah. um, which it is still is raising. Um, it it will recover. It will get back to a new high surely. Um, and anyone that. Um, fought the last twenty percent drop was uh the death of bitcoin um or the sign of the death of bitcoin and then cashed out uh for that reason that they've been proved that that's wrong and it could just carry on with that uh it it may it may show us this is where it does have a quicker um or the it doesn't get its chance to go back up between each drop but um we'll, we'll see weeks we will uh, show and i think it's also worth noting that um at least in part that the people who are dropping this are the people who were more uh what's what i'm looking for like skeptical about it right the people who if you go on like the the bitcoin subreddit for example a lot of them are pointing out and you know i think they're they, they want it to succeed more than most right obviously but they're the people who are like, oh, we've been through this before. It happens all the time. Just hold it until it, you know, starts going back up again. And I, I think that's fair. I think it's, um, 
for people who are scared, right, or dropped it as soon as they saw it start to go down. Whereas I can imagine um, once everyone who was terrified about it dropping, uh, that it's now going back up again. Um, because the people who really believe in Bitcoin are sticking around. I think I think that, that will be the point it starts dying, the point when people who really believe in the ability of Bitcoin to maintain value starts dropping, right? Yeah, I, I, I think between that and um, the people that have genuinely invested money into Bitcoin, which I think I think are one in the same kind of thing, um, it once they see or like start to think, okay, I think this is time to cash out. Once those people start thinking cash out time, that is when it's going to to drop and fail. Um, however. It's going to need a few more drastic drops um, to to do that. I think if it, if it does any more than 30, 35%, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, skepticism um, in it. Um, yeah, it, it is slowly however, picking up, but yeah. I think we'll, it will be one of those things we'll see. Yeah, Interestingly, th there's a graph I showed my dad of um, Google interest like Google interest in Bitcoin versus the value of Bitcoin. Mm. And they map almost flawlessly. Like it is, cr they are crazy close to each other where like Google interest goes up, the value of a Bitcoin goes up and it, like almost perfectly. Um, actually, um, one thing I do want to say though is um, the, the problem is like with, ca with people suddenly panicking and cashing out after a drop, People aren't, and most people aren't going to do that. They're gonna, uh, they're gonna wait for it to recover at least a little bit so they can get just that bit more out. At which point, once it's recovering, they're probably regaining their, um, their, what should we call it? Um, that they've got reassurance that it's not completely dead again. So it starts going up, starts going up, starts going up, and until the next time it drops. At which point they're like, okay, we, we know it's going to recover a bit. Let's wait till then to cash out again. At which point they, they suddenly have the uh, the faith um, in this in the thing again. So it is, I mean, as I say, it's going to take a while for people to to realise that yes. maybe it's not going to last forever. Um, but I, 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 I certainly think that it can go a lot higher than it currently is. Um, when, when I say a lot, I don't necessarily mean like 10 times or something, but um, no, a few yeah. more and I, I, I think can we'll quite see, easily go. It, it's, I think it's very much an adoption situation, right? If, if if countries start adopting it a lot more, I think we'll see the... the I'll, I'll, I think we'll see it go up. But I think that's what it's down to at this point. We'll, we'll see. Mm. Yeah, certainly. Oh... <sighs> You right. had to go and ruin my nice, happy ending for Christmas. Yes, I with did. With the horribleness of Bitcoin. And we've spoken about it so much. It just, I can't be arsed with it anymore. Just... I'm sorry. I had to. I, I felt like we had to talk Bitcoin. It's, it's such a big deal right now. 
that like even like people I know who don't usually talk about technology are talking about Bitcoin. And they and, and you know more and more people are taking an interest in it, so I felt like it was worth talking about. However, this is down to us to uh, make sure the ignorance didn't continue. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, however, I will now let you go because I know I, I am an hour and a half away from Christmas. Uh, you're roughly five and a half hours away from Christmas. So I'll let you disappear. So, Paul, where is the best place for people to find you? So if people for some reason want to listen to me, me talk um, to... To, to, to contact me and be more invested in my life because, of course, I'm wonderful. Um, then you should go to smpy.tech um, slash Paul. Um, it's been so long since I've said that that I'm really confused uh, that, that, yeah. that was right. Um, yeah, smpy.tech slash Paul. And then there's a button on there you can press and it takes you straight to my Twitter where I am active. So if you want to speak to me, then feel free. Um, and yeah, that's all cool. You can also go to smpy.tech slash podcast for the audio version of a show or slash iTunes if you're on an Apple device. You can go to slash live to join us live. We won't be live next week as we will have a best bits, which will go live roughly around 8 p.m. Uh, British time. So Two sure weeks you... not live. What is this shit? I know. Crazy, right? So make sure you keep an eye out on that. But best bits, it's, I'm, it's almost, I've almost finished editing it. I think it's a really good couple of hours worth listening. I might. I might actually watch there, it. There, there were some genuinely hilarious moments over the last 24 yeah. episodes. So I highly suggest you give it a listen. I'm going to go before I go. I can sense another like sneezing fit about to appear. So I'm going to go now. Thank you so much for joining us for what was a fantastic year of the Snappy Tech podcast. After 25 Panda, episodes, did you enjoy it? I don't think you did. He said, yeah. 25 Though episodes. Though he, he, he did make him hang himself, so. Yeah, it's a bit, bit much, bit much. However, 25 episodes, 26 out of next year, which would be six months worth of a Snap Attack podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next year. That is crazy. Bye. And we're live. Hello and welcome, everybody. It is Sunday, the 24th of September, which is important because it's my birthday, and this is the 13th Snappy Tech podcast with Paul. This one's going to be different. We're going to be getting a little bit tipsy, and by tipsy, I mean probably just tipsy, actually. Uh, <laughs> so let me explain the rules um, real quick for this, this week's podcast. We both have some form of alcoholic beverage, which I do not condone unless you're of legal age in your country just as a heads up um so paul and i have beverages which contain alcohol um mine happens to be a 50 50 split of uh vodka and coca-cola in this here pint glass um which oh it's gonna kill me i can tell already i've already had free ciders like two hours ago not even two hours ago like an hour ago so you know i'm uh, i'm not all there anyway and then i also have a glass of water for drinking and keeping sane and then paul has some of his own drinks as well so paul what have you got with you well i i have um some coke just in case i ran out of the beer um and i have some uh some bacardi and uh white rum and disrana in my cupboard there but i also have today's sponsor oh yes um, i forgot you did this go on what is uh, today's sponsor frankly it's not my best work <laughs> but um See, in the tech world, you get a lot of uh, people ripping off other 
other names, usually yep. with something quite stupid and quite funny. I mean, Nickelodeon always used to do uh, the pair phones. Correct. Uh, you get lots of uh, random like Samsung knockoffs that will be like John's song or Simsung or something yeah. really close like okay. that. Yeah, so, I see where you're going with this. Carry on. So I thought that um, I could do the same with beer. Okay. And um, so in in this country, uh, you could get a beer called uh, Carlsberg. That is a fact. And um, sorry, you can't get Carlsberg. I mean, the the, the real big one is uh, is Paulsberg. <laughs> um, I, I even try to do the sort of the P similar to yeah, the C. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I totally didn't copy anything, and obviously it's this completely is just... original. The, the product actually exists. If you go to Paulsberg.com, yeah. you can. Th- this is just a generic can. It it isn't made to look anything like any other phone. Exactly. Um, I, I I I get a factory in China to make these. Um... Wow, Chinese label, huh? Ugh. Yes. Um, Shouldn't be bringing jobs back to the UK. Well, let, let, let's face it, that's where all the generic stuff comes from. Um, yeah, that's where all the non-generic stuff comes from as well. Yes, that is... Well, that is that's it's where everything true. comes from. Um, yes, it is. It's, like, it's where one, come from. One-seventh of the world's population is made in China. Um, <laughs> like, so, Paul, where's the best place for people to find you? Go. Well... If you wish to find me and my team of pandas... Why do you have so many pandas? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so if you wish to find the the four of us, uh, then you can go to snpy.tech slash Paul. It's basically, at this point, a link to my Twitter, where I'm very active. So if you want to message me in about something, then you can... Uh, they're all going to be chucked onto the floor, uh, and I'll get back to you pretty quickly. I do tweet some awesome stuff at people. I have quite often having conversations with them too, um, and occasionally I'm retweeting. We have the worst conversations stuff. ever. Yeah. Like they're just so yeah, bad. They're usually I just wanna... brand, but they're really funny. So. Secondly, Emily, where's the best place to find you? Uh, the best place to find me is probably also my Twitter, which is at Professor X. Or if you go to snpy.tech/slash Emily, it'll take you to my Twitch page, which I do stream things on. If you're here from my Twitch, hi. <laughs> we'll so see. 17th we, we, of November. We've been going for an hour and a half, <laughs> which is on the longer side of podcast territory of our podcast. Yeah, and I'm up. sure we could go for another hour and a half. Yeah. However, we started about an hour late, which makes it like half past ten right now. And I'm, sh- <laughs> I'm sure you want to sleep at some point. Um, but it's been an absolute, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. What, it's been what, awesome. It's been awesome. Let the people know where's the best place to find you. Where, where should they go? Where should they look? Definitely Twitter. I live on Twitter. Twitter engagement for me is. Night and day. So With follow my emoji. Twitter handle, which is L O T Reviews B A. All as one. L O T Reviews B A. Definitely, you know, YouTube.com forward slash Lover of Tech. All as one word. The links will be in the description. Yeah, links are in the description. Um, they're also in the show notes. So if you go into the show yeah. notes, they're there as well. So make sure to yeah. go check that and out. Consider subscribing if you enjoy my Do style it. of content. Do you it. Know, go. Check it out. If it suits your style, subscribe. Don't feel forced to. But yeah, I would 100% appreciate your subscription. And I do weekly videos. And it will be an absolute pleasure and honor. Where should the people of the wonderful internet go if they want to find Uh, out more? They should head to 
this wonderful website called Twitter. I don't know whether you guys have heard of it. It's <laughs> no, honestly. Um, it's fantastic. Um, and my username on there is at gr36. Um, that's where I post all of my crap. So just go there. You'll find some podcasts and some blog posts and some arguing with Paul. Um, so yeah, just uh, <laughs> that, is, hello, that, that hello, makes hello Twitter there. worth it, like well, on its own. Like. <laughs> so if you prefer Android over iOS, make sure to go and tweet that at gr36. Yeah, at gr36. Tweet at me, you suck, Android wins. <laughs> Will, if people want to find you, if people want to, you know, find out more about you, is there somewhere they can go? Social media, Twitter, I assume, um, something like that. Instagram. Well, most of those I don't really use anymore, sadly. How co- Wait, but, hang uh, on, this is something I need to know about. Is there a reason yeah. for this? Um, I just stopped posting one day and I was like, oh, okay. That just you, happened. You freed yourself from but, social media and you're like, this is a good place to be. Pretty much. Like, my most active is probably Instagram. So, I mean, if you want that, it's a uh, will underscore the underscore awesome. So you, and that's without the first E, you know? The, the um... shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> it's never shameless. Especially, if you're, not, especially uh. if you're asked for it, then it's never shameless. Uh, can you say that again? Because you cut out like halfway through. Okay, it's uh, Will underscore D-A underscore awesome without the first E. Awesome, perfect. Yeah, yeah. awesome, that's the yeah, kind yeah, of point. Yeah, yeah. Just, just without the first E. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, if people want to find out more about you, if people want to learn everything that is Charlie, where do they go? How do they do it? Tell Tell everyone. Uh, just go to my Twitter that you can see on the on the show page right now. That is right, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it's on it's on screen. It should be. I'm not sure if it's actually in the description of this video. Actually, so it will be. It is the also link in to my YouTube is on is on my Twitter, but I haven't made videos in close to a year now. Um, I think it's over a year, but um. I tweet fairly often, spend a lot of time on Twitter. Not as much as I used to, but if you um, if you want to message me anything, sure, I'm up for it. Um, I don't know if you saw my, my tweet of uh, the selfie with the guy from the Razor event. Yes, I did. I was actually I was actually going to reply <laughs> oh, to that tweet and ask you if you had auto HDR turned on because that's what that I does. That's what Total does it. Total failure from the S8 there. If you have HDR <laughs> turned on, that's why. <laughs> that'll be exactly that'll be precisely the reason but yeah so twitter um, is where i i hang about and um you know uh when i buy new stuff that's pretty much where i tell everybody like my uh shameful iphone x purchase <laughs> how could you absolute monster unbelievably that is it those are the highlights of the snappy tech podcast over the first 25 episodes in the year 2017 thank you so much for joining us it has been completely unbelievable we will have 
hopefully roughly 52 more episodes next year for you it has been so much fun for me there have been so many great moments that we really struggled to keep this under two hours i didn't want it to run on for too long so thank you so much for joining us in the highlight show and we will see you back next week on monday the 7th of january i believe i really should have done my research for this but i think it's the 7th it is look at me go and i said did i say monday i meant to say sunday next sunday the 7th of january where we'll be live in 4k talking about whatever tech news for example did you know apple slowed down the old iphones because they did we'll talk about that and a lot more we will see you live in approximately one week. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas slash Hanukkah slash holiday season, and we will see you in 2018. Isn't that scary?